We did it. So, uh, feeling kind of funky today. Haven't, s- haven't slept? I haven't really slept too much and had a gigantic ass coffee. <laughs> so, and it's my first coffee in a month, so I'm all kind of weird right now. I feel like I know what your brain's going through right now. Yeah, it's going through some things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. It feels like you've been up on a bender, but you really haven't. Yeah, I've, I've done, like, nothing bad. <laughs> you know, just. It feels like I'm a, a little drunk, but I'm dead sober. Yeah. You know? But my sleep's been fucked up uh, this week. I had a... My neighbor's truck alarm went off in the middle of the night and kept on going off all night long. And then... Stephen Richards walked down the street? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as that ended, uh, they're getting construction done in their house. So turn the alarm off, construction starts... Uh, long story short, I didn't fall asleep until about 2 o'clock the next day. Ugh. Yeah. Um, a lot of hammering because they're replacing, like, the siding on the house, and it's right next to me. So um, I don't care if this gets out there. I didn't put it on social media when I posted the videos of it. I egged them. Oh, good. I egged the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so a little fun for you. Hey, you could uh, vandalize the construction vehicles, too. Uh, I think the only thing that was there was the uh, the dumpster. It was The truck was right next to the dumpster, so I chucked four eggs at it <laughs> for keeping me up all night. But I watched the Aaron Hernandez Netflix documentary. Thoughts? Uh, the first episode is like, yeah, he definitely murdered these people. And then the second episode is, but he was secretly bisexual. <gasps> and then the third episode was, well, you know, maybe he didn't murder this other guy. I mean, he was there, but. <laughs> everyone that's watched it pretty much, well, not everyone. There's a couple people, but other people that I trust more. Uh, I wanted you to feel sympathy because he was a, a secret gay guy. See, the way, like. The way they played it off is, like, I kind of feel like they were almost insinuating that maybe he committed these crimes because of the shame he felt because he was secretly... Yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of... And it was kind of like, uh, I kind of don't think that's why he killed them. I also, it's not a good excuse. Right. Um, I, I kind of feel like it's more like maybe he did it because he was a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> he was a psychopath who just also happened to be either a closeted gay man or... Well, he had a, a fiance and a child, so yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I I kind of view it. I as feel like that wouldn't be bisexual. a u- a unique situation for a person who was like in a closeted gay man. Yeah. So like, um, but overall, it was pretty like disjointed. I would say they focused yeah. like an entire episode basically on the fact that he was like secretly gay or bisexual, and like. It really didn't need to be that much. No, and yeah, I I don't know. It doesn't. It, it almost doesn't interest me. It only interests me because I mean I lived through it. Yeah, but I remember it. That was I've already spent my time on Aaron Hernandez. Like yeah, well the first episode is like more along the lines of like the shit I didn't know about the trial. So like, the stuff I learned was like yeah he definitely did this. Like I always like sort of was like yeah maybe he didn't I don't really know. It was a serial killer. Well, well, that's why the, the way they played it up was like he was associated with this other guy whose testimony was very questionable. So maybe like there was enough doubt on the the Boston one to declare him not guilty, but like the other one, he definitely one thousand percent did. Oh, the Rhode Island one, the the Albert uh, Attleboro one. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, the Rhode Island one. Um, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, the guy who. He, the thing that started this whole thing was yeah. that. And that's when they started to pin the other one on him because they found the car at his aunt's house in, like, the garage, like, just locked up ever since the Boston murders. And it's kind of like, well, that's very questionable, but, like, the person he was with at the time was, like, a drug dealer and, like, a gangster. And, 
like very questionable. He could have been. He was at least there for it. Right. That one, I think maybe like there was a chance he didn't do it, but the other one, like he was there and like all the evidence pointed to it. And, and also at that point, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you kill two guys and the third one's pinned on, he's like, no, you're fucked anyways. Well, I think the whole reason he killed himself was, I forget the word, um, abatement. Um, it was basically like if you die during. If you a, die before a certain amount of time, your heirs that, get all your. That, well, it's while you're um, appealing. Yeah. Then the original verdict is thrown out. So that would be the only way he, like, I think that was sort of the only way he knew he could beat the verdict was to kill himself. And then with that, he, his family keeps the money. Right. Um, and then the Patriots fought that and it turned out that maybe uh, abatement was kind of suspect and it got changed and the Patriots were not on the hook for the money. Anybody. Oh really? I didn't. I didn't. I actually didn't know that they did that. Yeah, it's it kind of, like the way the documentary played it out was. It seemed like that. It, it they didn't have to pay it because abatement was like outdated or whatever. No, oh. I wonder who told him that because I'm sure he doesn't know that law. Well, he doesn't know anything. He's dead. I'm sure he's. Yeah, I'm sure at the time it was more along the lines of someone in jail probably got in his head and told him like you know, or maybe like a guard or something. Fucking with them. Uh, either way, bad advice. Yeah. Bobbing. <laughs> Does it really matter? No, no, no. no. I'm sure there's going to be no way to live anyways. Right. Um, not that he, like, I don't know. Again, no, not a lot of sympathy. Oh, zero for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like that was a thing from other people, too, who was like, um, nobody had any sympathy for him. And they tried to make him more sympathetic, but I don't know. Yeah, he killed that dude. Like his and his girlfriend too, right? No, his girlfriend was basically just uh, very committed to him. No, I meant the uh, he killed a, a dude and his girlfriend, right? No, it was uh, his fiance's sister's fiance. So, like his soon-to-be brother-in-law, he killed in Adelbert. I thought he killed someone else in the car. Two people in a car. That was uh, the the next thing he. That was the Boston murders. Okay. Uh, after a nightclub, and I guess the drug dealer said like, "Oh, he spilled a drink on him, and that's why he killed him." And, but like then, the drug dealer dude uh, <laughs> said that Hernandez shot him in Florida while they were in a car. Okay, okay, I'm sort of coming back that's to me the now. Dude who testified against him, saying like, "Yeah, he, I watched him murder those people in Boston," but his testimony was very questionable. Say the least. Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, I would say if you don't, if you weren't a Patriots fan, maybe it's worth watching. But as a Patriots fan, definitely not worth my time. But there was a car alarm going off, keeping me up at night, so I didn't really have a choice. It was that. <laughs> it was that, or play like more video games and be pissed off. More get pissed off and pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Double pissed off. So. On the subject of sports. On the subject of dead athletes. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. I don't have a lot of good things to say about it if you want to talk about it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you're, you're in contrast to me. I'll, I'll have a more somber tone. Obviously, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash with his daughter. Yes. Um, obviously, like a lot of people are bringing up the uh, the, Colo the, the, the Colorado rape. Yeah, a lot of people are bringing that up and really to getting that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't know enough about what happened. Uh, all I know is that uh, I'll do it. The the girl I read all about it again. Uh, yeah, someday. me too. Like I, I, I know the extent of the girl uh, alleging it didn't want to pursue a criminal trial because she didn't want to testify. Uh, understandable. So they she just settled out of court in a civil lawsuit, and it was pretty much swept under the rug and. Now, after he's dead, it's being brought up again. Thoughts? Uh, I never forgot about it. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, Thank you very much, Abraham Washington. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, he's, I don't care that Kobe Bryant's dead. I also, 
I mean, so let me rephrase this. I don't care that any of them are dead. I can feel sympathy for all the other people. Sure. But I don't know them, so I don't care. I don't. I have a very, I have a very cold take on strangers dying because they affect my life zero. Right. Yeah. So like, it sucks for them, but they're not involved. They don't live with me. I don't see them on a regular basis. Yeah. They affect my life zero percent. So yeah, yeah. I ultimately don't care. Uh, Kobe Bryant can suck one. Like he falls in the. He's worse than the Ultimate Warrior on the. I don't care that they're dead list of people that I don't care who's they're dead. <laughs> Uh, now, like the the narrative is that like he was being like a great dad, but like that's cool. You are a good dad. You should be. Yeah, yeah. He sh- he he should be doing that. Also, like it's a little there's there's a certain piece of like oh man, so I lost the word right there of uh selfishness that goes along with being like a good parent that like it's like self-centeredness i guess yeah you you kind of put yourself up on a pedestal yes exactly i i the the apology he had for the for the for the sexual assault in colorado is like disgusting if you read it again i think it's a lot of legalese because um it's not that's not the legalese he, he didn't have to admit guilt in it but um so I think on more than one occasion, he talked about how hard it was for him and then caught himself and said, like, I can only imagine how hard it is for her. He is in a, he was in a situation where we could talk like about real life with this. If you'd like, it's not really the gist of the pod, but there's like, he had a, he had an opportunity to like learn a lesson and like, kind of be a martyr for it. Not a martyr, I guess. Isn't, yeah, I guess martyr works. Maybe like a... Uh, a spokesperson for like being a fucking... Not a scumbag. Yeah. But he chose to forget about it. Yeah. I mean, I would never do that to someone, so I, I can't really fathom... Yeah, but I think other people can. Would be. And Kobe Bryant is gauging by the wah-wahs and the oh-nos from his dying. Like, probably could have... He's a role model to people who I imagine could probably use a lesson or two on how to treat women. Oh, sure. 100%. Yeah. So like, uh, instead of, instead of making it better, he pretty much paid for it to go away. Yeah. yeah no, and it's like, that's, that's the, like, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to relitigate the past, uh, cause it doesn't affect me. So I don't care. Like the same as you, you don't care. He's dead. Like obviously, I, I, I probably have more sympathy to it than you do. I have no um, sympathy to it. Right, so you, right, right. if you have any, you have more. It's it's it has more to do with the fact that his daughter was there and she died. So yeah, yeah. I, so like she's innocent and all this. It's kind of tragic that way. But in the in the grand scheme of things, like you know, this isn't exactly Chris Benoit dying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kobe Bryant was pretty much out of my life as of. When he retired, 2016, 2015, 2016? 2016, I want to say. Yeah. So, uh, I hadn't really thought about him since then. And <coughs> wasn't I'm not a huge basketball fan to begin with, so, like... Yeah, I am, but... You're more of a basketball fan than me, and obviously, like, he was on the, the Lakers, so it's not even a team that I follow or root for or anything like that. Well, I mean, Lakers Kobe falls in the, uh, the Hogan, not Terry... <laughs> landscape of things for me <laughs> so like like if i bet on the lakers i'd probably root for kobe but like he's wearing a uniform <laughs> like it's not the way he goes about his everyday life yeah like i don't know it's not the same as rooting for run our test <laughs> like that's that's funny to me <laughs> like known known scumbags um Ron Artest is the guy who changed his name to Meta World Metal Peace. World Peace. Thank yes. you. Ron Artest is the guy that ran into the stands and threw punches at a guy that threw a beer at him. <laughs> Come on. He, that's how you know he, was, he wasn't a worker. He was not a worker. Yeah. No, neither was Jermaine O'Neal. Like some, uh, yeah, some people uh, lost a lot of money in that. Um, Malice at the Palace. A great thing. But yeah, I'm real sick of Kobe Bryant. 
understandable that you're sick of him, but uh, another death that I cared more about was uh, Sean Reinert. Do you know who that is? No. The drummer for Death and Cynic. Oh, actually, I did know about that. I just didn't so know his he name. he died out of nowhere, and uh, yeah, I like Cynic. They're a good band. I believe we have an episode named after this of Cynic. Uh, it was more me making fun of Cynic fans because yeah. they're like more metal tool fans, basically, is how I'd categorize them. Like, they think Cynic's, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, they're, they're, you know, you can like them. It's the same thing as Tool for me. Like, like get off their dicks. Well, we're, like, two or three members away from a full death reunion in heaven. Yeah. Um, I think it's just really just two people from death are dead. Yeah, if... Uh, Maybe they should have named their band Alive. If Paul Mastival dies, I, don't, I forget who played bass on that album, but... Um, that would be the whole human lineup dead. So, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I'm, that affected me more because, like I said, I like Cynic, and Cynic was more part of my life than Kobe Bryant was. So it's actually weird, too, because I was listening to a lot of Rush lately because Neil Peart died. And, uh, you know, I like Rush. Then I'll get the same thing. It's not like they're my favorite band or anything, but. Yeah, so, I like I like Rush a lot. So, but yeah, well, much more much more than Death and Cynic, but sure. that's not the point, I'm sure. Um, like I was saying, like I, I I still like them, so I was listening to them a lot, and then like sort of like the natural progression from Rush being a metal guy was like, eh, you know, I listen to more Prague. Let's put on some Cynic because that's basically like Prague Death or pro, not Prague Death, but Prague more Prague Metal. Um, not really the same as Rush, but like similar enough to where. I'll listen to it after I listen to Rush. Yeah. And I was like, ah, all right. So this is kind of different, but still technically sound and everything. So I enjoy it. And then the drummer <laughs> dies. I'm just like, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the drummer from Corrosion of Conformity died, too. Yeah, I saw that. Was, was that today? Um, yesterday. Um, I, I'm not a big Corrosion of Conformity guy, though. So Yeah, I, it's, no, I, I don't really do it, but I don't, I don't know anything about him, I guess. But, uh, I yeah. know the name. So it was really weird how many deaths have happened in the past, like... Drummer month. deaths? Yeah. Well, drummer deaths, celebrity deaths, you know. Who else died? Um, I think that's it for notable people in the, my extended bubble, you know. You know what they say about athlete deaths? They come in sevens. Best of sevens? Best of sevens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways... Uh, watched a lot of wrestling this weekend. I did not. I watched one thing of wrestling this weekend. I watched uh, NWA Hot Times. I did. Oh, how was it? Hot. Well, um, I'm real sick of that song. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's much. what I'm doing. <laughs> Me and Dan were watching it, and we were both doing that a lot. Just make fun of it. Um, so, any pay per view headlined by uh, Flip Gordon. No, he did not. That match did not headline. Oh, it was the TV title match that headlined. Uh, Trevor Murdoch in the finals. So Trevor Murdoch main eventing a wrestling pay per view in 2020. Uh, I am a thousand percent behind that. Did his, <laughs> did his gut fall out of his trunks again? Because it happened on the last episode of Power when he rolled out of the ring and it was like, um, well, he's a bigger dude. Oh yeah, um, but he's also like got. He's, he's got the perfect body for NWA power. He really because, does. Just because like it's all about that doughy white guy. Yeah. Uh, thing. So, um, but yeah, Trevor Murdoch versus Ricky Starks in the main event. Um, so it was probably the best NWA match I've seen since it started. Okay. Um, all the TV title matches were six minutes, five seconds time limits. Was the main, but was the main the, event was not. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. They know how to book this fucking, this shit because it's like everything is super simple. Uh, you don't have to like follow the TV show to understand what's going on. You could have just watched that show and dove right in head first and not knowing like any of the people. Yeah, I've... Anyone that wants to, that asks me about power, if I talk about it, like, yeah, just watch it. <laughs> it's a, it's an easy wrestling watch. It's short enough to where it's not much of an investment. Yeah. And it sort of keeps your attention the whole time. Those yeah. commercials definitely help, too. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, yeah, definitely Tim and Eric influence. Tim and Eric. <laughs> well, I love the High Spots commercial where he's, they're supposed to be in 1979 when he's wearing a Black Flag Live 84 shirt. Well, that, that, that's the whole joke is that it's. A time hop. 
the, the whole joke is they they use us as a reference for time travel. Okay. <laughs> we don't do time travel well here, no, we so we won't, we won't go into the logistics. <laughs> we do not do. Uh, we're better than Terminator, though, so I'll give us that. Okay. Um, Who better than Terminator? <laughs> do you really want to hurt me? Um, so NWA Power, uh, Hot Times is uh, definitely worth the watch, I would say. Okay. Um, Power's only downside for me is that the matches aren't very interesting. It's very basic, like, old-timey wrestling, in my opinion. But the, the pay-per-view wasn't as egregious with that. No, that's what I... That's, I didn't watch the last one, mm. but... Like, the in-ring work is definitely, like, the last thing that they think of, I think. Yeah, I mean, usually there's squash matches, too. Right. Or unless I mean. it's something interesting, like Ricky Morton versus Nick Aldis. Even that match, I think, was very... Uh, well, like, you look what they're working with. Yeah. Well, I think the Rock and Roll Express are working good matches. Like, the tag match was fun. Um, speaking of that, I usually hate multi-person or multi-team matches now. Um, I always hate the guy has to be dead on the outside until their spot. Yeah. Like, I hate that. The ladder match? Yeah, exactly. Um, 2K Games even program that into the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's, I mean, it just drives me nuts. I hate seeing it, and I see it way too much in WWE, so I'm, I'm over it, kind of. This match did not do that. It was sort of like everyone was involved the entire time. Who was who in the tag match? It was the Rock and Roll Express defending the tag titles against uh, Strictly Business, uh, the two guys who aren't Aldis. Yeah. And uh, James Storm and, and Eli, Eli Drake. Drake. And like I said, like not too much like guy on the outside doing nothing while the other two people in the ring wrestle. Um, it was sort of like the entire match was three people in the ring most of the time. Okay. And like, I don't know. The way I would say it was, it was like five, ten minutes long and solid. You know what I mean? It, it didn't piss me off. Yeah. And that's the one thing that NWA does really well is... Nothing pisses me off. Like, the stuff that, like, I would just adjust, but overall, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I I agree. It's, um, I don't know, it's just fucking normal. It's, a, it's like fucking watching Superstars or something. Yeah, exactly. But it's got, like, enough of the throwback to it. Like, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it takes itself seriously enough. Yep, yep. There's definitely, like, jokey comedy stuff, but I think it's... It's okay. it's not like terrible. Yeah. Like it gets over, so it works or whatever. Um fuck Jim Cornette though for like hating comedy wrestling and then being like, "Yeah, this is the best." Yeah, well, like, half of it is fucking comedy yeah, wrestling. And, and, and I'm just like kind of like how how do you fucking sleep? Oh, I know how he sleeps tonight cuz he's he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it pays um, his bills. Right. It's just his, his shtick, but like uh, I watch AEW, and it's pretty much like the opposite of NWA at this point. Like, for me, it's all like high-paced, like fast-paced matches, and yeah, they know who their they know who their audience is. And it's not necessarily the type of wrestling that I enjoy, but I I, I like it, the, those matches better than NWA matches. Yeah, but I, but I think NWA is easier to just jump into and uh, not think about wrestling for a little bit. Whereas it's, AEW, pretty you kind of need to invest in it. In a perfect world, NWA TV just advances storylines, and then you see the blow off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not the blow off, but like, like a a big chapter in the storyline at least. Um, they brought back the Crockett Cup, or they're bringing it back for April. Okay. So I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, something you don't see a lot of is like a tournament for a trophy. Um, especially something with like a history behind it. If like they're like WWE will try to do like the WWE Cup, and it has no history behind it, so it's just kind of meaningless. Well, they're just looking for an excuse to have three or four people work three or four matches in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the tournament thing works good for them too because they can bring it. You can't just bring in one person. There's such a limited amount of TV time. But like that shit, like that works. Like you can bring in Big Papa Pumpford. Fucking two shots and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, 
Speaking of which, he had his WWE music. Don't know how they managed to square that one away. Billy Corgan was probably paid for the, the rights for it. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, He's like, yeah, whatever. But, uh, you know, if you have the fight app and, like, I don't know how much the pay-per-view was, but a couple bucks, I would say, take a look at it. And if you don't have that, just watch NWA Power. It's free on YouTube, and it is probably the least offensive wrestling that you will see. Yeah, even if it... If it <laughs> now that Jim Cornette's gone. <laughs> and even so, I wasn't even offended by what he said. Uh, to me, it was a throwaway line. But yeah, it was a throwaway line. Um, obviously, we're... Letter grade for, for hard times. B plus. Okay. Um, High praise. High praise for hard times. <laughs> I don't want to give it an A just because, like I said, some of the matches were, eh, whatever. Um, the women's title match was really good. Um, Thunder Rosa and Allison Kays, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, overall, good wrestling. Um, then Saturday was NXT UK. Yeah, which I watched N- none of. NXT. It was uh, Worlds Collide. Uh, it was pretty much like an episode of Dynamite. Like, for anyone who says, like, oh, I like NXT because the wrestling's better, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty much exactly what you'd see on Dynamite. Like, a lot of tag matches where no tags were being made, a lot of people in the ring, kind of discombobulated. Loose rules. Um, yeah, anyone who tries to say they, they hate AEW but love NXT, um, it looked, for me, like, I was as I was watching it, I was like, this is an episode, I would see this on Dynamite. Like, this exact <laughs> match structure. Like, it, it was identical. Okay. So I liked it. <laughs> I didn't. I Saturday night was a busy night. Well, not really. I just didn't watch wrestling. I also don't have the network anymore. So yeah, I have the network, but I'm trying to save money so I don't go out or anything. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm free. I'll watch it. I was playing some Breath of the Wild. Uh, I have 179 Karak seeds left, so I'm at 721 out of 900 now. Getting pretty tough to find them. Though. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, if you have the network and three hours to kill, Alexander Wolf's got some bad luck in these uh, takeover matches. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the only thing I really remember from the the pay per view aside from the changing the cruiserweight belt. Uh, oh, did they better or worse? Better. Okay. Um, I like the cruiserweight belt to be honest with you, but I didn't like the color scheme. That was sort of the only thing I didn't like. And they didn't. They changed the strap to a darker, like a navy blue, dark purple type of color, but kept the plate paint like a purple color to match the old strap. So it looks kind of weird. But they also took off the WWE from the globe and changed it to NXT. Okay. So. Um, so it's an NXT title for they, for they, reals now. They really drove every time they talked about it, it was the NXT Cruiserweight title. Okay. And I the was transitioning. Like, I was just like, this is the way it always should have been. It's true. <laughs> like I hated that they gave them their own show and just buried the show. Like them handing cruiserweights to Vince was a terrible idea. It never works. Yeah. I've tried it a million times. Plus, when they bring up the cruiserweights, they're not cruiserweights anymore. Yeah, exactly. They're main roster wrestlers. Right. Um, and, and also, Buddy Murphy's fucking huge. Buddy Murphy's a muscular dude. Yeah. So. Like, I would have never been like, yeah, he's a little small for this. Like, he looks... He looks like he weighs 206 pounds. Yeah, he looks <laughs> He looks like he's not Matt Hardy uh, trying to lose weight to keep the Cruiserweight title. You don't know how hard it is to be Matt Hardy. Matt Facts? <laughs> um, he posted some Matt Facts today. Oh, have you seen uh, the newest episode of Free the Delete? Yes. No. Okay. He filled his pool with water from the lake of... Uh, yeah, that was like the first or second episode, yeah. right? So now he jumps into the pool instead of the lake. Yeah. Which I can imagine is is better for you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he went through, kind of shuffled through all his gimmicks. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he even like had the TNA belt at one point. Yeah, he's uh he's like one step away from me to like just like asking for his release on the internet. Um, I think it's pretty much at this point he's going to AEW. It makes sense. I would uh, if it'll be a true test to see if that gimmick is you played could, out now. 
if he gets to be broken Matt Hardy in AEW. Like, if, if he goes to AEW, he should never appear in front of the live crowd. and Everything he does should just be at his house. Why does he have to be in a promotion? That's true. He could do one He could float. He could float, and, like, yeah, his, big, his big events could be YouTubes. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, like pay... Like peak, it could literally be a pay for every match. Uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so if you find out there's a, a new... House Hardy match and it's five bucks. You're not shelling out the five bucks. Not right now. Maybe in a couple months. Okay. Things get squared away. So when like, let's just pretend like you have a job. <laughs> you have expendable, but you have more expendable budget. All right, mom, get off my case. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that doesn't that doesn't say anything about the business model so much as your financial situation. Yeah. Um, even still, though, if they feel like that's unique, if I had. The choice between paying for a Matt Hardy match or a new Godzilla NECA, I'm getting that Godzilla NECA. What if you could just get both? Uh, uh, I don't know. What if it's, Chris doesn't like that. What if it's two bucks? Uh, I wouldn't even pay for a Godzilla movie for a buck, to be honest with you, uh, to watch it for the other podcast. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a maybe cheap, cheap boy. Maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe um, you're just not the majority. If he put it up for free on YouTube, I would 1,000% watch it. And I would watch it every time. Yeah. Okay. And he can get that, and I wouldn't skip ads. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll sit through the ads. That's the extent I'm willing to pay. So Even if it's a Tom Steyer ad. <laughs> <laughs> we can, you can use Matt Hardy to transition to Sunday. The Sunday wrestling. I was going to make a Monday joke, but I don't want to do that. But anyways, uh, so that was, yeah, day two of NXT was kind of unnotable. Um, Alexander Wolf. At first, I didn't think, th- I thought it was a work. Um, he worked himself into a shoot. <laughs> Why does everyone see Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> it's funny? No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, People should say brother after it. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I feel like most people who say that would say that. Yeah. Worked myself into a shoot, brother. Yeah. Uh, but like, at first when I was watching it, I was like, uh, maybe like it's just a work. But then at the end of the match, when they all stood there and like uh, in, in a row, I was like, no, they were definitely all meant to, to be in a row. Like, There's no way that he would miss that. But So I thought at first it was a work kick, but no, he definitely caught him in the jaw and knocked him goofy. Or as my old football coaches would say when someone was concussed, he put him on Queer Street. <laughs> That's funny. Um, looking back, though, it really wasn't funny watching my friend get, friend getting carted off with his eyes just completely glazed over. Oh, no, concussions aren't funny. Um, I just remember... That m- phrase for concussion is funny, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'll never forget that he walked right past me, uh, both legs dragging, um, his eyes wide open, but he was not home. And I was like, oh, this is fucking practice. You know, why would you, Why are we hurting ourselves, like, killing teammates in practice? And turns out I was just going to high school with a bunch of psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they all are very well-adjusted people now. Um, uh, I was going to make a joke about all, them all owning landscaping companies, but most <laughs> people I know who own landscaping companies aren't that bad. <laughs> I mean, they own a company. But so the people I remember doing that are... We're jerks. Like, don't fucking hurt your teammates at practice. Sometimes, like, what happened to me was an accident, obviously, and the dude apologized. He wasn't trying to. He just put his helmet directly into my ribs and bruised them. Uh, which, if you could, if you ever get the chance to have your ribs bruised, uh, pass on that. Yeah, but <laughs> I could vouch for that one, too. They took me to the hospital. It was so bad. <laughs> like, well, I got carted away. Well, they can do nothing for it, too. Yeah, exactly. And you can't sleep on it. Like, yeah. You're, ch- you're constantly congested if, and you cough and it hurts. It's just the worst. All right. But yeah, getting into... Let's talk about something I've seen. <laughs> uh, the Rumble. Um, before we get into that, um, uh, I want to tell a little story about we played a Rumble uh, random drawing type of thing with 10 people, so we all got three numbers. And the way it was set up was completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, Matt, Matt was trying to explain it to me too, but um, I love the way it was set up. 
Um, no, of course, because you. But here's the thing: um, it wasn't you didn't originally have that number. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, this is what I was going to tell you about. So the person who set it up, uh, Corey, <laughs> he set it up in like the most confusing way possible. Like instead of just like putting, like the way I told him to do it was like very straightforward and like you're done like immediately. Um, put everyone's name down and then click randomize on random.org and you're done basically. You can do m- multiple clicks if you want, but um, he had everyone listed out as three, like ten rows basically of three numbers. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? Like nothing was labeled. It was just like numbers in a row, like three numbers per row. And I was just like, how the fuck did you calculate? Like, how the fuck did you do this? Like, which numbers are mine? I don't know what the fuck is going on here. And then I told them how to do it. And, like, I was like, you can keep the numbers as is since you already did it. But, like, just make a post showing people what numbers they have, you know? Yeah. Because, like, it, other than that, it was just a blank, like, row of numbers. And I was like, this looks like algebra or something, you know? It doesn't look, like, organized. So the way I told them was, like, just list everyone's name three times plug it into random.org, the list randomizer. First clicks men's rumble, second clicks women's rumble, or whatever. And that's how it eventually got done. Because I was like, it takes two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's really no easier way to do it than this. But, um, so numbers got changed around. I wound up with, for the men's rumble, 8, 10, and 11. Now, if you... There's a lot of people who had their back-to-back numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, or or um, not not back to back, but kind of in a, and it's completely random too. So that's just the way it, it, that fell. Um, but yeah, what did a ten and eleven get you? Uh, eliminated by Brock Lesnar. I know. <laughs> so, uh, oh god, that was the shits. I got, that, that was the fucking worst. I got nine, fourteen, and sixteen. Yeah. And, and winning. Well, yeah, well, the first 15 were no good. I'm like, oh, great. All my fucking, all my eggs are in this basket. As Nakamura was coming out, I, I knew in my heart, I was like, he's going to get eliminated immediately by Lesnar. But there was a part of me that was just like, maybe since they fought in New Japan for the title, they'll do something here. So it's like they have a history, but they nope, just killed Shinsuke, killed uh, Strowman, killed 15 people to put over Lesnar, and it's like, he's already over. He can't get over any farther, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go in order, or you just want to start with the men's rumble? Start with the men's rumble, because it, it pissed me off the most. Okay, yeah, that was... Um, the second half of the rumble was great, but it was a half a roller rumble. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think that the... Uh, that was for Brock Lesnar. I think that was... It was for Drew McIntyre. Yeah. The f- Brock Lesnar eliminating the first 15 people? 13. 13? Yeah. 14 was, uh, f- well. Ricochet. Uh, 15 was Ricochet, but he was number, Lesnar was number one, so it yeah. was two through 13 he eliminated. Two through 14, 14 he eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So you're right. Um, that was, wasn't to get Lesnar over, it was to get McIntyre over. And he, it got the pop, but you yeah, like the way I look at it is, it's sort of like it was a tale of two rumbles for sure. Do you know anything about like World War II military strategy? Very little. So Russia had like a scorched earth policy where they would pull their armies back and eliminate all resources to make the German army as they advanced have nothing to like help them advance. Basically, yeah. so as resources wore thin, they'd had to like slow down and let more resources come in to push them further along. And basically by the time they got to like Stalingrad, uh, they, uh, what was it? No, it was Stalingrad. Um, St. Petersburg now. Uh, Russia like fought back and beat the shit out of them. And that's what pretty much won them the war. That and they could, I think they outnumbered the Nazis because they were fighting on two different fronts at that point. I watch a lot of fucking World War II <laughs> documentaries. Um, so it's just, it's almost like they get, but the, at the end, like you you lost a lot of your country. You gave up so much for to win in the end. You know what I mean? So yeah. like like Bobby Roode's done, Nakamura's done, uh, <coughs> Strowman's done. Um, 
They also had Kofi Kingston or Morrison and Kofi Kingston, two people who are known for like skinning the cat and the rumble and like creative ways, back to back, and you did nothing with them. Oh, pu. Yeah, there's probably some there's there's some missed opportunities in that rumble. Um, Like they they buried so many people. Like I don't think getting eliminated in the rumble is burying them. No, but uh, having like shitty like ten second performances. I don't dislike it as much as you. Uh, I I didn't love it, but I I get it. I no, I get it. Yeah, I thought it was the fucking shits. I thought they gave up way too much to to get what they wanted to get done accomplished. I thought if you're gonna do that, do it to people who don't really matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, they also like teased the. I mean, essentially the spot that got him out. They teased that spot with with Kofi, Biggie, and Ray. Right, right, and also with Keith Lee and, and Strowman. That Keith, that Keith Lee part was awesome. Right. Um, I, thought, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, to say they they buried everyone that got eliminated. Keith Lee, look, I thought looked fucking awesome. I was gonna say like the way they squared off. I was like, oh, this could be like a. But Lesnar didn't get anything on Keith Lee other than the elimination. Yeah. I thought the way, that, like I said, Keith the way Lee is off. fucking huge. Yeah, eye to eye. I was like, oh, this is like an even type of matchup. This, yeah. this is what they should do at Mania is this match. And then I was like, oh, McIntyre lines up with them too, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, Which is like, plus, McIntyre has a good story with the getting like de-pushed and cut and then... Being in 3MB. Yeah. You know, so... Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal return to cheat for him. I kind of feel like that's what the build-up for Mania is going to be. They're going to have, like, uh, Jinder Mahal and Heath Slater sort of team up against him and, like, sort of ghosts of his past that he has. Oh, yeah, the um, the uh, Spirit Squad against Del- Dolph Ziggler thing they did a couple years ago. Right, exactly. Sort of like, uh, yeah, like, exercising your past demons yeah. situation. WWE's all about that fucking shit. Yeah, they want, they, it's, they want you to remember the past when it's convenient for them. Right. <laughs> Other than that, no, don't bring it up. Um, other things about the Rumble. I thought the Rumble past the Lesnar thing was good. That's I, what I mean. I like, thought the thing pre-Lesnar was passable. I just hated that they cu- they basically it all came down to Nakamura and me getting eliminated from the pool too early. Okay. I was I was pissed about that because I, I could have used the money, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also like doing nothing with Nakamura and Morrison and even MVP too. Like it it just. PU. Um, Second half of the Rumble was amazing. Having Baron Corbin eliminate Matt Riddle is grade A trolling. Yeah. Um, I guess Corb- um, Lesnar and Lesnar and Riddle had a, a, a kerfuffle. Not not a, a fight, but sort of a Lesnar just burying him, seeing like I'm never working with you, so stop tagging me and fucking your shitty Twitter posts. Yeah, it had to happen eventually. <laughs> Uh, well, that's sort of like Riddle's, like, the only thing I don't like about him is the fact that he co- sort of, he sucks at social media and he's just, like, calling out people that he works with. And meanwhile, like, all the veterans who have, like, you know, sort of paved the way for him to do the things that they have done um, were just like, dude, like, like Jericho called him out and he was like, you know, I said something on the microphone once burying my opponent and then Davy Boy Smith came back there and he was like, you know, when we wrestle... Uh, and I beat you because I am going to beat you. You just beat a guy who you bury, or you just lost to a guy who you said sucked and couldn't do shit. So you're shit now. Like you're even less. Than yeah, that's like the like the second chapter in his book. Right. That's what I mean. Um, and I and I was like, yeah, that's ro- like, that's sort of like basic wrestling psychology. But at the yeah. time, I didn't know that when I was reading it. So um, it makes a lot of sense. And Jericho sort of brought it back up, and I was just like. Yeah, Riddle, like, you could learn from this. And then he didn't <laughs> at all. He's trying to shoot himself into a work is what he's doing. Right, right, exactly. Brother. <laughs> he's trying to get, but, like, when every veteran wrestler is then just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Maybe maybe cut it out. <laughs> or explain that you're working. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I th- I liked everything else. Uh, Edge coming back was cool. Yes. Did he murder AJ Styles? That's the way it looks. Um, it seemed like there was an awful lot of the club involved in the uh, rest of the match without AJ Styles there. Right, that's what I mean. Like, I think he got uh, a separated shoulder was what he said. Okay. So they threw him out just to, you know, call the audible, not make him stay out there forever with a fucked up arm. I can sympathize with AJ Styles. I know that sucks. Um, 
so yeah, the club was <laughs> Gallows and Anderson were out there just being like, just beat let's, us up. <laughs> let's, let's bump around. Yeah. Well, they were just like, ugh. Um, Edge coming back was amazing, though. Uh, you know, it was. All yeah, I mean, it, it was. That's been a done deal for like <laughs> five months. It feels like. Right, right. That's what I mean. So, like, there's maybe a like I, I was like skill, still skeptical about it. Yeah. I was like, mm, you know, we've had this stuff happen before with like. I don't know. Uh, who am I trying to think of was like the most recent example of like saying or like te- oh, Jake Roberts basically like teasing they'd be at the Rumble and not actually being in the Rumble. No, coming back on a throwback raw and pretending the snake was his dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's PG Jake. I uh, know. I think that one was the snake shit on Dean Ambrose. Oh really? Or, or, like defecated on him? Yeah. Because I remember Punk saying that to him. Oh, really? The punk had to tell him it was PG. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, yeah, that's the Rumble. Uh, I, it. I painted the first half in that, really. So I, I give it a D. There any of the matches worth mentioning besides the Universal title match? Not uh, the Universal. Yeah, the Universal title. Uh, yeah, for the wrong reasons, though. Bailey versus Lacey Evans was trash. Not good. Um, like... At this point, like, you don't need two women's titles per show. You could have one title and have, you know, you know what I mean? Like, the Raw women's title means so much more. Actually, Becky versus Asuka was okay. It was okay. I, I wasn't offended by any of the matches. The, the um, I thought Becky versus Asuka was, like, trash until she took that fucking tummy bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the cage match with Austin and McMahon? Like, wow, this thing's boring. And then all of a sudden, Vince McMahon fell off the cage. Like, oh, this thing's ridiculous. Right, right. That was that moment in that match. Yeah. Uh, so I look, back, I look in that match fondly. The strap match was good, I thought. The uh, strap match did what it was supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. Also, it, it de- debilitated, there we go, Daniel Bryan to the point where no one thought he was going to be in the Rumble. I don't think the the it, need for him to be in the Rumbles there anymore, though. No, uh, but I, I I don't think he was like is as over as he used to be. No, but there's always the chance that they take it over. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna happen. I I got no vibes from that. Um, it wasn't like how it was five years ago, you know. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> shit was white hot, brother. Right, that's what I mean. Like, I think you know the roses off the bloom. But I don't know the roses off the bloom. I think that he can kind of run with that for pretty much as long as he wants to. Yeah. Um, it's just not as over as it used to be. That's all. Yeah. Um, Nothing is. So I guess we'll talk about the women's Rumble match. Yeah, it's really... I can't think of anything that was of note in all the other matches. I thought... I thought the Universal... It's going to be tough having matches with Bray Wyatt at some point. Um, I kind of feel like it's tough right now. I don't think they should have put the title on him. I think it's a, he, he's yeah. a character that doesn't need the title. Yeah. And uh, No, they did that to try to make up for how bad they fucked up at Hell in a Cell. But I don't think they fucked up the 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 winner of the match, uh, uh, the person who retained the title, I should say. Well, you know how they're going to actually... Uh, they, the, the way they fucked it up was A, the lights, B, the screwy finish. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so much... Like, if Rollins had pinned Bray Wyatt, people would just be like, whatever. But I think the fact that it was a DQ finish and X-Pac like, freaked out was, look, you're DQ in a Hell in the Cell match. Or a match stoppage or whatever. Like, Mick Foley's rolling over in his recliner. You know? Is there any doubt that they're going super Hogan for Roman Reigns on this? No, of course not. Well, I think they had him eliminate Edge to get him a little bit more booze to get McIntyre more cheers when he eliminated him. Uh, Roman at the end of that rumble. I think it was another yeah. step to get McIntyre cheered. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It didn't, Roman didn't get booed too bad. If he was going to win, they were. I, I think at this point, booing Roman Reigns is sort of old hat too. Yeah. Um, and he's not as 
like they they've de-pushed them for the past like two years to the point where like it's really not offensive, so you don't have like feel the need to boo him. People are still doing it because they're fucking idiots, but they treat him like Hogan, but he's not in the he's not like rammed down your throat the same way he was four yeah. or five years ago. They've been more tasteful about it. That's what I mean. Like so, it's been enough time to where like you really like fuck off with booing Roman Reigns almost. But he's definitely slaying that dragon. Yeah, I think that was always sort of the the plan for SmackDown anyway, and. You know that's fine. I don't care. Um, I'm. I don't watch SmackDown. So well, fuck. another Bray Wyatt. No, the whole reason they had that match was so they could get the uh, the camera shot of Bray Wyatt standing up behind Daniel Bryan, and they fucked up the camera shot. Yeah, of course they fucked up a lot of camera shots. Yeah, and, they they and, they missed the first spear that Edge hit in fucking fifteen years, and or whatever it is. Uh, it was on Ziggler, and Ziggler called them out on it on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> Goddamn right. Did like, he? Good. Yeah. Like it was obviously going to happen. Like, I yelled at my TV when I was watching that. I was like, show the fucking ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, I very rarely get angry at WWE production mistakes, but... They very rarely have them. They seem All to things- happen at the Rumble. Yeah. You know I mean? All things considered, they're usually okay. Like, sometimes they'll misspell a name or have the wrong Twitter handle on the name thing or, or something like that. Or they'll, they'll call the SmackDown women's title the Raw women's title. Or the Raw Women's title, the WWE Women's title. Something like that will be like in a graphic. Um, or they'll call Mojo Rowley Sami Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> Who, by the way, uh, Andrade got suspended. And he's the U.S. champion on Raw. Yeah. So you have Lesnar, the WWE champion, who's never around. So there's really no WWE championship on Raw. And then your U.S. champion is suspended for 30 days. So you really have no U.S. title. Why did he get suspended for 30 days? Wellness. Okay. Um, so that eliminates the two titles, the two male single titles on Raw. So the only male th- title that men can fight for on Raw now is the it's 24-7 title. Meaning... Get your t- working boots out, Mojo. On, <laughs> on, on, as it is on screen right now, Mojo Rally is the Raw world champion. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is entrenched in a feud with R-Truth. This is universe mode gone wrong. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, anyway, go back to the rumble, the women's rumble match. Uh, well booked. Um, I thought they had enough new people and unknown people to really fill it up and make it good. A little bit of it. Oh, let's try that again. A little bit of it was sort of like that. Um, that whatever the fucking wild card. Battle Royal they had in AEW. Like, the whole point of this is to introduce you to some characters you've never heard of. Right, right. I think that's where the comparisons end to that, though, because that Rumble was fucking trash. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, that's... It was introducing people that didn't know who, like, Chelsea Green were or something. Right, right. That's what I mean. Like, it it, it did a good enough job to highlight some new people and fill it up and nothing... Offensive until number 29. <laughs> Did I... We can acknowledge that I made the greatest call in oh, Royal Rumble history? Okay, so yes, I can... I will... Back me up on this one? this alibi. Before the pay-per-view started, you texted me and you said, Santina Morella appearance. Yep. Um, not even Santino... I thought maybe a Santino battle, like Rumble, could be a surprise. And I, I was like, that would get a pop. And then you said Santina, and I was like... You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't respond this back to you, but I agreed with it. I think I said Stang. Yeah, I was thinking maybe that would be a surprise, like off the off the cuff, but that didn't happen. Who cares? Um, but you one thousand percent called Santina Morella showing up. Very um, proud of myself. I ha- that was my last pick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I could, I was hoping I would get Shayna Baszler because I thought she was going to win it. Um, but I got Naomi. That was my sort of my best your, chance. Your best chance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got. I definitely got the shaft on uh, Royal Rumble entries this year. <laughs> like the worst fucking batting average, I would say, out of the random drawings. They were. Uh, is it, I don't know where to go. They do they struggle for for like surprise entrance in the women's one. Uh, well, they got Kelly Kelly, Molly Holly, and Beth Phoenix. 
I, don't I think thought those were pretty good. For, for Beth Phoenix is going to be in every women's rumble until she's dead. Um, she's been in every one so far. Yeah, I, I still consider her surprising. And I, I'm pretty sure that they're teasing a match between her and Natalia at WrestleMania or something. She was in that match for a really long time just for that Santina spot. Yes, exactly. There's some, she's doing something at WrestleMania. And, and you, you called it, too, with her injury. Uh, well, it wasn't really an injury so much. It was like a, a, a really bad cut. Busting like, wide the fuck open. I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, a really bad cut. But, like, something she worked through and yeah. dealt with. Um, I, you know, as someone who watched wrestling in the, the aughts and the 90s, like, blood doesn't really make me think, oh, my God. No, but, I mean, she was bleeding pretty. It, it was getting worse. Yes, it kept. It kept bleeding and it got really bad. It was all matted in her hair. Yeah. This reminded me of Ric Flair at WrestleMania 8, though, so I think that's why I was okay with it. Oh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I didn't, I don't think it called for her to be like AJ Styles, you know? Um, but she toughed it out. That's why I always kind of liked her anyway. She was super tough and. I like her. Really. There's a reason that she, <laughs> there's a reason that she's involved in all the. Yeah. Like big wrestling. Women's angles at this point. Well, not all the big ones, but she she works with the uh, the big dogs and Natalia. The big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I w- I saw noticed that people were saying this, but I guess Santino said that like intergender wrestling shouldn't happen and trans people wrestling shouldn't like happen. You know what I mean? So Vince trolled him. So, no, no, I don't think Vince Troll, I think he, it's sort of like a little bit hypocritical on his part to like, you know, dress and drag to be in a women's match. Yeah, I mean, it's a comedy thing too, but. That's why I'm, I was, I was fine with it. You know, it doesn't offend me. It doesn't. It, it also doesn't really go against what he said. I get what he said. Yeah, I think. I he, understand he, it. He came from sort of like the same aspect where it's like, it's not the type of wrestling I want to see necessarily like intergender wrestling. I'm not saying it can't happen, but like, I think the way wrestling is going, like. It's almost like people. Some people want all wrestling to be intergender and to for women to go up against men and beat men and like on a fairly consistent basis. And I'm kind of like, well, after you do it enough, it's gonna lose its impact, and like, yeah, you're gonna be basically like not like making men like insignificant or like devaluing men or anything like that. But it's mostly just like you're going to turn people off to it or, or what you're trying to accomplish isn't going to get accomplished anymore. Yeah, you're still trying to tell a story. Yeah. It's not really a matter of equality. It's just like if it tells a better story, they would already do it. Yeah, right, right. So like, I, the way they have it set up right now is almost like the best option, I think, in my opinion anyway, because like you have a strong women's division that people want to see, matches that are very good sometimes, sometimes not so much. Yeah. But that's the same with men anyway, but like... I don't know if it's separate but equal is really like Look, I never, the best way to describe it. I never want to see Charlotte face Roman Reigns, but I also don't want to see Charlotte like squash fucking Chad Gable for the sake of squashing Chad Gable either. That's what I mean. It, that helps nobody out. Yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know if there's many intergender matches that I'm really clamoring to see. Like there's women's matches I want to see and there's men's matches I want to sh- see. I'm sure. But like Charlotte versus Roman or like. You know, Braun Strowman versus Asuka. Not really on my, well, yeah. to book, you know? I'd rather see Asuka versus, like, Kyrie Sane or Asuka versus Charlotte or Becky Lynch or uh, uh, Sasha Banks or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those, like, WWE won't be the one, won't be the one, uh, Waving, like, trailblazing that one. I, th- I feel like that's more of an AEW type of thing. Yeah, and even then, I think they'll probably do it right. Well, I mean, t- uh, and uh, Impact's doing it right now. Yeah, but uh, are they doing it right? Uh, nobody's really caring. Like, Yeah, exactly. And, and the woman they chose <laughs> turned out to be a little problematic. A little bit. <laughs> and it all depends on how much you value the use of the N-word from a white person to a black person. And And I, you know... I, I, it's just a word that's not in my lexicon. No, I don't. I, I would never. <laughs> I've heard you say it, <laughs> but the a, so like, you, and you meant it more of a joke fashion. Yeah, I don't think I've used it in, like with anger in my voice. No, 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 no. That's what I mean. Like you meant it more as like you were like doing a rap type of joke, you know? Yeah, 
Well, I mean, if you say the N-word, you're making someone think it. I know a guy who jerked off in front of a bunch of ladies made that joke, and you can't really keep saying that, but <laughs> regardless, how did we get here? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, but just don't say the word, you know? Yeah. Don't, don't even think it. It's not that hard. It's easy. Yeah. Not hard. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess there was a rumor that they were changing the NXT women's title to just the NXT championship or something like that. And I was like, but they already have an NXT championship. <laughs> Won't that just confuse people? Um, like, I don't know how to see like Adam Cole losing to Shayna Baszler or Rhea Ripley and Adam Cole having a unification match. Like, that doesn't appeal to me, you know? No. You don't need it. Why are you doing it? It's it's making a small amount of people happy who probably aren't as invested in the product as, like, 90% of the population. I've thought about it more in the last two minutes than I have in a long time. Yeah. But, like, it has the chance to backfire really bad more than anything. That's what I mean. I would give it a chance. Like it's not—it's not even like the the principle because it's—it's it's scripted. Yeah. But like it just—I feel like the—you have the chance to diminish both instead of making both better. Yeah, like Mero losing losing to Sable was fine because it was like at that point it was—I mean it was also the Attitude Era. Anything went. They weren't—they weren't doing anything with Mero anyways. So like, and it's his neither wife. was Austin at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that and it's his wife, and they're trying to get Sable over because she's the hot ticket. Yeah, and so having her do the power bomb was cool, and everything. But like, they didn't—they did it like twice, and then she moved on to just wrestling women. You know what I mean? So I don't know. A lot of wrestling this weekend. We yeah, we talk about the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll talk about the Super Bowl. You can tell me all about the Super Bowl next week. You're not gonna watch it? Yeah, no, probably not. Yeah, well, George Kittle. Said his touchdown celebration is uh, inspired by Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin Pentagon. Oh, really? Sarah Merda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, so I was like, that's oh. a little deeper cut than I expect so, from him. So George Kittle, now my favorite football player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're just like you're a mark, just like me, and that's where the similarities between us end. <laughs> He's definitely a mark. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, now I'm rooting. Friendly rooting for San Francisco, I guess, because of him. Um, I didn't really care who won, aside from that. Like, if the Chiefs win, good for them. I don't really care. I don't care either. Good for whoever wins. Right, that's what I mean. I guess that's what it uh, is. I, I do, I do kind of want to see Andy Reid get handed a double quarter pounder from Donald Trump, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It's, it might be a little cold, but I know you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I just look forward to going to bed at a reasonable hour on Super Bowl Sunday. I hope that happens to me again someday. <laughs> Not Super Bowl Sunday, though. I'm going to be watching that game. Start tonight. I think I'm going to start uh, today because my sleep schedule is all messed up. Get it back on. Go to bed at like 9.30. That's what I mean. I'll probably just take a an aid and fall asleep relatively early. Wake up early. Gym it up. I'm trying to do the gym thing more. Trying to... Get back on track. You know, make myself presentable to, to have some... Sizzex, you know? Yeah. Kind of. You got all this time on your hands. That's what I mean. I've been thinking about it more, yeah. <laughs> and that sucks. Uh, I have a feeling that when it happens, I'm going to make the same expression that Edge made when he came through the fog. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never thought I'd be back here again. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Hulk's the One. They say your heart is made out of stone you got me hanging by a string My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone Won't you please give your bone to me Whoa, you're the one, you're the, one. the only one Hope's the only one for me From that very first look You've got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm I heard the alarm 
Sure, let's check the sound. How's this sound? How does this sound? I don't know. How does this sound? How does this sound? This looks pretty funny, I bet. Looks like you're sucking the microphone dick. 